Hey everyone, welcome to the Fantasy Debate with Sam and Tate, brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. This episode is brought to you by WinView Games, the nation's sports prediction leader and home for pregame and live prop contests. You can play against your league mates, play against your family, play against your friends, go ahead and play against your co-host and settle the debate on who knows their stuff best this week. We are, of course, covering the Super Bowl Rams versus Bengals. Let's go. Make sure you go to winview.tv slash doc and get $100 matched on your first deposit. Tate, are you hyped up? I am so hyped up for Super Bowl weekend. Let's go. It feels like it's poetic that yes. this Super Bowl is going to be played in Hollywood. We have a Hollywood-type script. We got Matthew Stafford trying to cement his legacy as potential Hall of Fame quarterback, trying to get the monkey off his back, the whole stigma that he can't win a playoff game or win the big one or whatever. You know, you got Sean McVay going up against one of his understudies and Zach Taylor. Then you've also got Odell Beckham Jr. trying to complete his redemption arc on the game's biggest stage. So, yes, Sam, I am ready. Let's go. LFG, they call it nowadays? Yeah, LFG. Say? That's what the kids say. Um <laughs> I also think that it's they're two very poetic Hollywood stories, to be honest. I mean, one, the Rams one that you just covered, obviously. You've got Stafford, this seasoned veteran quarterback that finally has this opportunity to be launched and get that Super Bowl chance. And then on the other side of the ball, you've got the young gun in town, almost feels like a Ooh. Western. Ooh. And gunslinging Joe Burrow, just coming in hot and hyping up his team to a level that's making them all outperform what they did the week before, week in and week out throughout this playoffs. And it's just like, if you if they can win, if the Bengals can win, imagine what that also says. Like, swagger over draft picks swagger over money like the it's just a whole other level of like underdog under cat you know if you will in terms of the Bengals. but like it's just exciting like the, the tenacity of these two teams i think it's going to be a really good game and that's all i really hope for today tomorrow is just a really big game i just want it to be good just be good the narratives are vastly different right like i just kind of listed like three bullet points of what the Rams have heading into this contest. And then we're taking a look flip side of the coin. Yeah. Joe Burrow, bad man. They can, they really need to decide on a nickname for our boy, Joe. Like I'm getting sick of like Joe Burr. There's Joey B like somebody make up Joe. Cool. Make it yeah. I mean like somebody, I thought that was Joe Montana. Anyway, point is Burrow has arrived, right? I mean, second season in the national football league, barely 12 months removed, Sam, from tearing up his knee, right? He shredded his knee. This wasn't just, you know, maybe one ligament torn, maybe a little thing here. He shredded his knee. And the fact that he's coming back and doing this. I also loved that he left the trophy on the stand for comeback player of the year at NFL Honors because that's not the one he's interested in this weekend. He's waiting for the big trophy. Did you notice that? I noticed it, and I also think – there should have been some chatter about NFL MVP about for Joe Burrow. Now, granted, do I think that he should have won it? No, but I didn't hear very many mentions as far as Joe Burrow. But when you when you think about the the vast turnaround of this team, Sam, would you not say that Joe Burrow is the driving force behind the reason why the Cincinnati Bengals are heading to SoFi Stadium and playing against the Los Angeles Rams for the game's biggest prize? Oh, absolutely. He's a huge part of this. I mean, I, I don't think they would be where they are now without him. And it's just exciting to see that what one pivotal player can do to launch and catapult a team 
to this status, to be in the big game. We've got Danger joining us as always. Thank you so much, John, for tuning in. He says Something, Aaron Donald yeah. might get 10 sacks just himself. That's another thing that I don't know if you've heard mulling around the radio and all the media sphere, but people pulling for Aaron Donald to possibly get the MVP nod in this one, which I think they have a really good case for because I think it's going to have to be the Rams defense that just nudges out the offense of the Bengals. Look, I'm, I understand the narrative. Again, I love narratives. They're, I love good stories. We love this stories. Isn't, but this isn't a career award achievement, lifetime award or something that Super Bowl MVP is whoever the most valuable player was in the Super Bowl. So yeah. I get it. If, if it's close, I think then you'll see. Like if, if Aaron Donald has a sack and a half or two sacks or a forced fumble or something like that, and it's a close game? Yeah, probably. But, I mean, we're going to get into that. I mean, Joe Burrow, though, is also another one. I mean, I imagine if, if the Bengals are going to pull off what I consider would be an upset because they're playing at SoFi. I mean, this is in your backyard if you're the Los Angeles Rams. You're never going to have backyard. a better opportunity. Fireworks are going to be that way. I know exactly. They're going to be over there. And I'll are be you going to be there? I'm not going to be there. Football? I'm just saying, like, I, it's less than 20 minutes away from me, this, the actual stadium. So, like – you know, it's we're going to be able to hear the madness. It's going to be so loud. I can already tell just how intense this is going to be because this is the first, you know, huge, huge next level event at SoFi Stadium. So the traffic has already been terrible. Like just to go somewhere today that would normally take you maybe 50 minutes is a three hour drive. Like traffic is bad. So are you just setting up camp in your backyard with like, a, and putting a, a Rams Jersey on Knox or something. And you're just going to sit in your backyard whenever you hear like a bunch of people screaming, just wave a Rams flag. <laughs> I Woo! could, I literally could set it up that way. And it would actually probably be a lot of fun. Um, and Knox refuses to wear a Rams Jersey. I believe that he wants the Bengals to win. I think it's a cat thing. I'm not quite sure why, but you know, He's in Fair. he's in his own mood on that. But let's let's cover a little bit of what we just anticipate for the game. I mean, obviously, we expect Joe Burrow to come out hot and to absolutely just, you know, do nothing but hit dingers across the field to all of his wide receivers. However, what I'm kind of looking forward to seeing is how Joe Mixon stacks up against the Rams defense. Because the Rams, what we've known all season long is that they can't, they're a team that can be run on. And I kind of wonder if this is this is that big pivotal game where we actually see Joe Mixon take another leap forward and have that, you know, 90, at least 90 rushing yard game, the touchdown that kind of puts them over. I'm kind of wondering if that's more of what we're going to anticipate, just because of how the Ram defensive snake up against running backs this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of the problem with that is, is how is the Cincinnati offensive line going to perform as a unit against that front of the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah. And look, I know that we're going to talk a lot about Aaron Donald, yeah. but if I'm Raheem Morris, if I'm Raheem, I'm going after Hakeem. And I'm talking about Hakeem Adeniji, the right guard of the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you've ever seen Coming to America, when you think of garbage, think of Akeem. Now, <laughs> I don't want to call a man garbage. Akeem Adeniji is, is a professional athlete, but he has had a rough year. And there has been moments where he's put Joe Burrow in harm's way with missed assignments. And this is something probably Maddie Kroll uh, is all over, right? Because she obviously does a great job, like, breaking down offensive line play and, and assignments oh, yeah. and stuff of that She nature, lives in the trenches. She loves it. Right, right. So, but that matchup in particular, 
Hakeem Adeniji versus Aaron Donald, if they're able to scheme it up to where they get any sort of one-on-one looks. And how do you do that? You know, you show blitz, you get them trying to make, you know, either shifts or how many trying to lock it up and make sure your assignment sound pre-snap because when the ball goes post-snap, you better have your assignments buttoned up against not only Aaron Donald, but Leonard Floyd and Von Miller on the outside as well. And, and, you know, I just running the football would be the way to counteract it. I just, I don't know what you're going to do with Aaron Donald. Yeah, he is a beast to uh, put it lightly. Um, So I I do wonder how they're going to be able to bottle him up if they can. But the other thing that the Bengals have to worry about and just a stat that I see flying around right now is that they struggle um, against the two high safety the most. Um, And they are a team that has struggled against it all season long. And the team that plays that the most is the Rams and they haven't had to play against this offense or play against this defense before. So this is brand new to them. But the thing that I keep going back to is how they were able to make adjustments against Kansas city and how they've just continued to like be right there and be so good at adjusting mid game as opposed to other teams in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. No styles make fights though. And unfortunately the, the things, the strengths of the Los Angeles Rams particularly expose the weaknesses of the Cincinnati offense, which is the interior part of that offensive line. That's what has me concerned. Now, how do you, again, how do you counterpunch that? Establish the running game if you can. Um, if that doesn't work, then you got to screen. I, I, I want to see some quick screens, whether it be to Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, or Jamar Chase. Get get the screen game going. Slow down Von Miller and Leonard Floyd off the edges. And of course, the long the the, the fewer times that you have to hold the ball against Aaron Donald, the better. So, but one thing that the Bengals Sam have been great about all season long is they know their deficiencies up front. They know they can't yeah. hold up for very long. Mm-hmm. So, what do you? How do you counterpunch that when you get one on ones on the outside with Jamar Chase and T Higgins in particular? You take your shots and yeah. no one has done it. Well, I would say no one, but very few have done it better than Joe Burrow this season. Uh, and Zach Taylor certainly dials it up and, and knows and trusts that Joe Burrow is going to identify those matchups pre-snap. Um, but like you said, if they're able to go too high safety and allocate the appropriate resources to limit Jamar Chase and T Higgins getting those one-on-ones on the outside, and then make Joe Burrow hold the ball for just an extra second. I mean, I could see some pretty gaudy sack totals from the LA Rams in this game. Yeah, I definitely feel like I could see that as well. I mean, but Joe Burrow's no stranger to putting up with a defense that's going to sack him a lot. (laughs) Obviously, we keep going back to this game against the Titans where he was sacked nine times but still had over 340 passing yards and managed to pull out the win in that game. Obviously, there was a lot of heavy weight on the foot of their kicker that made it so that they could get to the next level. However, this man is not scared of getting hit, getting taken out and getting back up. So on the other side of the ball, what are the, what are the Bengals going to have to do so much better against the Rams than they've done in their other matchups that you feel is going to set them apart and maybe set them up for a win? Well, Burrow's a bad boy 
and I understand that he's so you're asking what what the Bengals offense is going to have to do to Yeah, I mean obviously we know we know he's going to be targeting Jamar Chase anytime he gets even the smallest window he's going to be getting the ball to him. T Higgins has been huge all playoffs just being an outlet as well. CJ Uzoma is playing, but how hurt is he if he's not able to go 100%? Maybe Tyler Boyd has a really big game. Right. I already said earlier I feel like Joe Mixon is set up for, you know, getting hit over the middle a lot in this one, but what's this other level that they're going to have to take it to? Like we already know all that. Is there anything else that they might have up their sleeves? You think that would set them apart to get that win? No, I mean, you just, are you going to be able to execute? Right. And are you going to get it? Are you going to be able to hit on those one-on-one opportunities when you do get them? Cause they will get, a, they will get a couple of them and Jamar chase is going to get a couple of them and they may, you're also on the other side of the football. You're looking at Jalen Ramsey, who is widely considered, you know, one of the best, if not the best cover corner in the National Football League. And you're telling me that he's not going to take it as a challenge to check Jamar Chase or T. Higgins one-on-one here and there? Yeah. Certainly, that is within the realm of possibility that you're going to get your shot, but it's going to be against Jalen Ramsey. So how effective are they going to be, and are they going to be able to land those punches when they see an opening a one-on-one are they going to be able to connect and execute at the rate that they've been able to do this entire nfl postseason i guess we're going to get into our predictions a little bit later but yeah that's we'll, that's we'll the open that up in just a second um you before- gotta land those punches they got they gotta take their chances they will joe burrow will do that he will keep oh, yeah. firing away but are they going to be able to land them we'll have to find out We'll definitely have to find out if they're going to be able to keep that pace up. I mean, the thing that we have to look back at the um, at the previous postseason games and all the playoff matchups that they've had is obviously what we've found from Joe Burrow is he can come back from behind. He can come back from a deficit that just looks like there is no tomorrow right. for you. So I do feel like if they get down early, which I kind of feel like they might, just based on the Rams and the way Sean McVay likes to throw points up on the board as quickly as he can. And he's been in this scenario before, so he knows he's going to have to Cobra strike very early in this game to, you know, set the tone for what the entire game is going to be. I don't know that the Rams, at least this entire season, anytime they've been up and they've let their foot off the gas a little bit, they've allowed teams to come back. I feel like the Bengals are a team that you cannot allow to have that comeback because then there's going to be no stopping that momentum. That's kind of this... I don't know. This is a little bit of a struggle that I'm having. There's a friction in me thinking about who's going to actually win this game. See, the adjustments are the sign of a great coaching staff. And one thing, I mean, say what you want about Zach Taylor. And there were many doubters, haters, non-believers of Zach Taylor heading into the 2021 NFL season. Not only do I think he's proven people wrong, but you got to give a lot of flowers, a lot of credit to the defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, Lou Anarumo, because Patrick Mahomes scored on the first three drives in the AFC championship game at Arrowhead, and they didn't flinch. They made some adjustments. They, I mean, to, to get specific, they started dropping eight and using Sam Hubbard, of all people, a defensive end, to just help leverage in the beginning part of a concept that's called bounce, which is basically just a two player, you know, one's a pivot out from the number three receiver. And then normally the number two receiver is just doing a quick little wrap in dig route. And that's what they shredded the Bengals on 
time and time and time and time again on those first three opening possessions. But the Bengals made the adjustment. They made Patrick Mahomes hold the football, which can be dangerous at times, but it came back to bite him in those pivotal moments, and he was just not Patrick Mahomes. He wasn't superhuman. He proved he was human for the first time in his NFL career, but you have to give the Bengals defense credit. And I think they are going to, whether whether the Rams get off to a fast start or not, the Bengals are going to have a counterpunch on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, I definitely think, I mean, they're going to have to. And I mean, obviously they've had two weeks to prepare for this, you know, professional teams, professional staff, they're going to have done their homework to know what they need to do to outlast each other in this one. I Before we jump into the props, I just want to know, just off, like, your gut feeling, do you feel like there's an overtime potential for this game? No. No? You feel like this is no. fourth quarter done? No, no. no. I'll, I'll tell you who we're here in a little bit. But. All right. All right. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and just pull this up again. Guys, please head on over to winview.tv slash doc, and then Winview will go ahead and match up to $100 on your first deposit. It's a lot of fun. We're going to run through them all really quick right now as soon as I can get rid of this banner because I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Yep. There we go. All right. We're going to go through these questions one by one. I'm excited to run through them with you, Mr. Derek Tate. Number one. And of course, Winview always does this. They throw you right right into the mix. They want to know how you're fe- feeling and how you're leaning on these. LA Rams win this game by four or more points. Yes or no? Damn it. I, I was going to try to build the suspense. You I know. know what I mean? I like, know you were going to try to, but you can't. <laughs> well, there's no more. There's no hiding it anymore. <laughs> fine. Fine. I'll show my hand. I'll show my hand. Right. You know, uh, I'm already all in, I guess, uh, you know, pre-flop. I'm just pushing my chips to the center on this one. I say the LA Rams are going to win by more than four points. So I'm going really? yes on this one. Yeah. I, you know, to kind of give the justification why, I mean, I know we're going to talk about and break down the other 11 questions on this slate for Winview. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, particularly, I just, again, I think what the Rams do well happens to be a weakness for the Cincinnati Bengals, in particular, their defensive matchup, in particular up front against that Bengals offensive line. I think that's what's going to make the difference, Sam. I, I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has arrived. And we know that the Bengals have a very bright future. Um, I just I don't believe they're going to have enough to slow down that unit up front, and they're going to get to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to be game. He's going to keep him around. But I, I do think that the Rams are just the better football team, and I see them winning by by two scores. By two scores? I do. I do. I know. I feel I, like I, it's going to be so much closer than that. Um, I, I want just, it to be. I'm actually cheering. I'm, I'm. Well, I don't know. Tyler Higby, you know, <laughs> who, who isn't playing tomorrow, which, oh, God, that's gut, just. Gut punch. That's Not, terrible. I mean, we, we obviously, he's, he's a friend of the show and everything yeah. of that nature. I, you know, my dad was his very first football coach. It, it's what a devastating thing to, to, to not be available to play in a Super Bowl because you, you just never know if you're ever going to be have that opportunity ever again. That's what you're doing all this for, right? You yeah, know, um, that's, but that's brutal. You know, w- wish him a speedy recovery and, and very proud of what he's what he's done, not only this season, but during his entire football career. You know, tips. To yeah, that, and he should definitely right. be, you know, proud of his postseason performance as well. Like he didn't he wasn't absent. He he's a big part of why they got to where they are now. Absolutely. But, and I think it hurts them not having him. I, it does. I, I do. I mean, I know Blanton's done a great job filling in last week, but I mean, it, you know, Higby, Higby adds something in the passing game, and he's also pretty sound and effective as far as run blocking goes. So, I mean, yeah, no, not having Tyler Higby could have an impact on this football game. Make no mistake. Um, 
I, I just think on, on the defensive side of the football, though, although I do trust Cincinnati's defense, the Rams' offense is loaded. Yeah. The Rams' defense is loaded. And unfortunately, the strength of arguably the best defensive player that's ever laced them up in Aaron Donald is, I just don't see an answer. Like, and I, I don't want to ignore that. Like, I mean, that's, no, you can't ignore that. However, I'm going right to over the football. I, mean, I just, like, I just want to bring it back to just to, back to the question. Cause we do have a lot to go through, but for me, I feel like the Bengals are going to be able to, I do feel like they're going to get down. I do still think that the Rams win this one, but I, it's really hard for me to say yes, that they win by four, because I feel like it's, it's just the Joe Burrow factor. You just, you can't, it's an immeasurable factor of craziness that he's able to pull and get that win back. So for me, I want to say no, but I'll go with yes. I think it is the more logical solution, more logical answer here. I don't want to make the vote with my heart, but I do feel like the Rams win out, but I don't feel like it's by two. I think that's too much. Your account, you, yes. you, you do what you do. I, what I, what by I'm, four or more, it's fine. <laughs> what I'm going to, what, I, what I, I do want to preface this though. I think if it's that close, I'd go with the Bengals. Like, cause I trust Joe Burrow more and I trust yeah. Evan McPherson more. Like, He's off to a Hall of Fame start to his kicking career. I know we don't talk about, you know, Hall of Fame kickers very much on the fantasy no. debate with Sam Tate. But I do think that Evan McPherson is a factor. The third facet of, of football games does matter in, in particular in playoff games, because how many times can you think of that a special teams event swings the momentum and ends up being the deciding factor? A cough, cough. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers against the San Francisco 49ers with the block punt. 100%. 100%. Um, I, I, I just feel like by two touchdowns is too much. I think the four points is okay, but it's something about my gut says that that's not going to happen. But I went yes anyway, so we'll go on to number okay. two. Well, thank you. Thank Both you. teams fine. combined for 49 or more points in this game. This one is really tough for me. I've been going back and forth on what I feel like the final score will be because um, I've been leaning around the 21-24 type range for myself how about you i'm going 30 21 rams so wow, okay. if i'm doing my math that's 51 points i yeah i can that do is math. good math good job you could do thanks <laughs> proud of you proud of you so i'm um, going yes but i mean what, what do i mean you i want to go yes too just because i want this to be a big firepower game and i want to see all the points all over the board and i think that both teams have the potential for that which is why it's not you know it's not an easy thing to say just no on this i feel like I feel like the odds are in our favor that this is going to be a high-scoring affair. If they get Joe Mixon going early, Sam, I think I do think the Bengals' offense can put up points if you give the Rams' defense a reason to have to go single high safety, right? Yeah. If you can run them out of those two deep safety looks and then you start getting your one-on-ones that you covet with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins on the outside – then we're talking a completely different story. I just don't know if I trust that they're going to be able to run them out of those two two high safety looks. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be so brutal, but I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's roll. Let's roll. I just, I just can't wait. <laughs> All right. Number three, Joe Burrow completes more passes than Matt Stafford in this game. This is an interesting one. I feel like I, yes. I feel like yes, too, just because if they do get down early, Joe Burrow is going to have to make up for that loss and it's going to be just like with the titans game despite getting all those sacks he had that over 340 yards i think that that potential yardage is there i anticipate we're going to get a yard questions here and i'm going to 
definitely bet the over on that as well. So I'm going to say yes. We're both saying yes on this one. On to the next. If you're question. watching the video feed, like I don't know why I just went like with like a like a a cat person type look. Like I don't know. I, I but I wanted to say this. You know, maybe it's because of the Bengals. Um, if I don't know where I was going with this, I don't know where you were going with this either. Uh, but like, what was the previous question? You already moved on from it. But like, Sorry. what were we talking about? What was it? Again? We, were, we were talking about Burrow's yardage. Oh, oh no, completions, completions, yes, completions. completions. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm wanting to be wrong. I want Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I, my gut is like kind of pulling for the underdog or the undercat here. Like I really, I do want the Bengals to kind of pull this out. I love Joe Burrow. He's fun to watch. And I honestly believe it's going to be a, a hell of a lot of fun, Sam, in the AFC. Hopefully your Steelers get a quarterback here soon. Hopefully we do. <laughs> because, because we have one job this offseason. Actually, we have two jobs. We need to get a quarterback and, and fix our offensive line. No big deal. We should have to fix those two things. And you know, just yeah, because Burrow. quarterbacks are easy to find and all that stuff. So, so um, But no, I mean, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and the whole litany of, of talented young gunslingers, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, Justin Herbert, blah, 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 blah. Um, we're, we're, we're really going to be spoiled in the AFC. Uh, if you're a fan of any of those teams, sorry, Sam. Uh, but I do think that the, the Bengals are going to be playing from behind. I do think that they're going to have to, if, if they're going to win this game, Joe Burrow is going to have to be the reason why. And he's going to have to be tossing his seeds. Like, like I called him a gardener before. He's going to be have to out, being out there throwing accurate seeds all over the football field. So yeah. I say yes to that. Sorry, that was a long-winded answer. I know we're trying to move through this quickly. That's not possible. We're only Sam. at number four now. Sam, there's no rush. We 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 have no more football games to actually we analyze know. after this Super Bowl Sunday. So for hey, like five months. We do get the fun stuff of analyzing rookies, which I know that you and I both love. So we'll get to look forward to that. All of our lovely listeners and viewers will get to look forward to that as we over-dissect our incoming rookie class. Cannot wait for that. However, let's let's finish this up. Or try to, because we're both just too amped up and too excited. But yeah. Jamar Chase records seven or more receptions in this game. That's a good line, because I'm right on the fence with it. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm going to say no. Uh, that's, a, that's a high number. It is a high number, and I just feel like, I feel like T. Higgins has a really good game. And I feel like there's just, if Joe Burrow is going to get it to whoever he can. And even though he's going to try and hit Jamar Chase... He's not shy to hit Tyler Boyd. He's not shy to hit T. Higgins. He's not shy to hit Uzoma. I mean, and Mixon is going to be a factor in the passing game. I very it's much believe P. Ryan. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's Maj P. Ryan's going to be in there as well. Um, looking at his previous games, I mean, the targets are there for Chase, but the receptions are not to hit this number for me. Um, I just feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, last game, six, five, and then nine against the Raiders. This is not the Raiders. I don't think that Chase is going to get as many opportunities as he did in that game. So I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with no on that one as well. What's the scouting report on the Bengals? Make sure that Jamar Chase doesn't beat you. Like, I mean, you know Joe Burrow's going to do his thing, but I would certainly double Jamar Chase. If they don't, then even with Jalen Ramsey, Jamar Chase is going to make his plays. Absolutely. All right. Someone else that they're going to have to figure out how to bottle up Cooper cup that this one is about him records 90 or more total receiving yards in this game. 
you know, the worst game he had all season was like 64 yards receiving. Like, I mean, this dude is just filthy. And the year that he's having, the way that him and Stafford have like instantly gelled. I mean, they go together like lamb and tuna fish. Um, Gross. Forgetting to meet bowl, better on Aldry. Anyway, um, <laughs> come on, Rob Schneider, Big Daddy, get on my level. <laughs> Point is, Cooper Cup. I think he's going over ninety yards. So I'm saying, I'm saying yes. Yeah, that's kind of an easy yes for me as well. Just looking at his last two games, he had over hundred yards in each of those, almost one hundred and fifty in one of in the very last one. So I just feel like, yeah, that's that's a smashing the over for me. Though. I'll say this: it's it, 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 the Rams' offense. When I was saying we, they're loaded, right? Like. Mm-hmm. It's because, I mean, whether it's a Wouzier, Eli Apple, um, Mike Hilton, like, I mean, it's not that the corners are bad for the Cincinnati Bengals. They're good. I mean, and, and I love Von Bell and, and, and Jesse Bates. Like, yeah. they have a really good secondary. I, I, I actually think that that's the reason the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, because they were able to match up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you know, at least limit the – you know, punch and pop that Tyreek Hill and, and, and Travis Kelsey had in the second half. That's nuts. How many teams can say that? Like yeah. the Bengals were, but, but, I'm, but it, Cooper it, cup is playing at an insane level right now. That's just making people look like they don't know how to do their job, even though they're all like you're saying more than capable of doing it. It's just that his route running, his efficiency is just, absolutely out of this world they so. manufacture touches for him and yeah. when you manufacture touches for a guy that's playing the way that he is 90 yards is like a normal day at the office yeah all right number six both teams commit a turnover in this game i want to hit yes on this yeah. i feel like there is yeah. going to be i feel like the defense is going to be key to both teams we've talked about it at agnosium in this show i feel like we keep going back and forth on the potential just for not just for turnovers but for interceptions i mean i think that there is definitely a chance that both teams get a turnover here like this is an easy yes for me yeah i know i'm 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 with you on this one um I, i think that the pass rush is going to either directly get a strip sack on joe burrow or force him into a mistake by you know uh like a bothered rushed throw pressured throw or something like that and then Stafford generally throws you one or two a game. Like he gives you an opportunity. I mean, Jaquaski Tart in the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game, like he still kicking himself for it. popped it. And yeah. uh, that that you know, Niners fans are probably going to be like, "That's what caught, co- like you know, cost us the game or something like that." Well, yeah, not really, but it it didn't help. Um, and then not to mention, you know, the week before that, what they fumbled like three or four times or something against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, yeah, I mean, this team has had problems taking care of the football in the postseason. So yeah, I do think that both teams turn it over once. And number seven is going to keep this conversation on the defensive side, which team records the most sacks in this game. I think that, I mean, quick job, you know, both of us, if we had to write it down and then show it, it'd both be saying Rams right now. Uh, Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's definitely the Rams. No disrespect to Trey Hendrickson or Sam Hubbard of the Cincinnati Bengals. But yeah, I mean, it's more so the offensive line that I have issues with for the Bengals. So definitely the Rams. Completely agree. This is an easy yes for me on to the next one. Either team records an offensive play of 65 or more yards in this game. This has a high potential. Yes. For me. Oh, you want to go? Yes. I want to go. Yes. I feel like not only do you have Cooper cup, that is just absolutely lightning in a bottle that if Stafford, at all for some reason manages to get him one-on-one he's going to be lights out and we've seen him all playoffs Stafford throw these Hail Mary passes on first down when he didn't even need to so he's going to take his shots we just we know that and then obviously Burrow is 
completely capable of doing the same. So I feel 60, like it's 65 though. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's one thing, it's like 40, but I mean like 65, like damn, like calling it saying yes. All right. So then I, what I would do is I would go with the risk free 750. Cause I mean, that 65 yards is pretty damn far. Unless you're, I mean, I, 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 who do you think scores the 65 yard plus tutty then? I think it's going to be T Higgins. Or I think it's going to be Cooper Cup or OBJ for the Rams. There's got to be a good prop for that then. Like yeah. you got to find a prop and you better like throw a hundred, a hundred bucks. I'll throw a hundred bucks on it. Yeah. Venmo me after the show. <laughs> Perfect. After I win a hundred grand. Thanks. <laughs> Sam, I'll, buy you, I'll buy you a Steelers hat. <laughs> I have so many Steelers hats. Like Loki, I think I have 10 Steelers. Loki, you should kick my ass if that's all I give you. If I win a hundred grand because of your, of your suggestion. See, don't you like where my brain goes? It doesn't even go to like, Oh, why didn't you give me more money? It's like, I don't need another hat actually. See? <laughs> I'll buy, I'll buy a uh, Knox a hat deal. He would, he would hate it. <laughs> would refuse to wear this hat. Anyway, Knox like anyway, that's another, another episode. He likes to scratch my couch and that's about it. Um, Joe Mixon rushes for 75 or more total yards in this game. I'm going no, but I know you want to say yes. I want to say yes. I feel All like right, he is going to be a critical part of this game for the Bengals to stay in it. And I think that I think it's going to happen. So I'm, I definitely feel like 75 is a good number for me. So I'm going to say yes. I already used okay. my risk free, so I can't, but that's okay. <laughs> I just wonder if they fall behind, how long is Joe Burrow or Joe Mixon going to be getting carries? I mean, it's that's yeah. my counterpoint. That's my counterpoint. I know. I know. That's your, I just, you're rolling with it. You think he's going to get going get it with going? Let's go. I feel like he's going to be able to get it going. All right. Aaron Donald or T. Hendrickson for Cincinnati record a full sack in the game. I think that's an easy or? yes. Yeah. We've got an or question here. God almighty. Yes. That's a, that's a hard yes. I'd bet my life on this. <laughs> I mean, maybe don't, but sure. Yeah. What are you doing? 254. No, go 750. What the hell? No. Well, because you... they, they changed the way that the points work, so I can't spend everything 750 like I normally do. But you only got like three questions left. You know that one's going to be a yes. Oh, my God. You make me go back. This is your account. And I, like, come on, damn it. Like, don't make me... Don't make me like, you know, wag the finger, like spend your money, spend your points the I way that did. I think so on your account. Like, listen to me. I'm like a, I'm like a side, I'm like a backseat driver. You right are a backseat driver. You're, you're a Monday morning quarterback is what you're being right now. All right. Number 11, either team scores 34 or more points in the game. I mean, you feel like the Rams are going to score a 30. Do you feel like the potential for 34 is there? It's there, but I'm. It's a no. Pretty, that, that, that's a major ass whooping. I'm saying no. Yeah. I'm going to say no to that as well. I'll go 500 on that. <laughs> Last one will go 700. Um, all right. Five or more players record at least five receptions in the game. Oh, damn it. They're making me do math here. I know. Um, math is so hard. My palms are sweating. Jamar <laughs> uh, Chase, probably. I think he has six receptions. Well, I hated the seven line because it's yeah. close. But I, I think he has six. Um, I do think Cooper Cup hits that mark. I do think OBJ hits that mark. Yes. Higgins, yes. Oh, Tyler Boyd. Damn it. I feel like it could happen. It definitely could. Schnikes. Uh I'm I mean, gonna go yes. I'm gonna go you gotta yes. count you gotta count Mixon in that as well, just because for receptions, I mean, we're just talking players, they're not being specific to wide receivers. 
Right. I, I'm going to say yes. Three, yeah. like, because you get the extra bonus, right? That's the kind of the tiebreaker to me. It's like you get three times eight, whatever your wager is. Yeah. I like that. Making that prediction, locking it in. All Love three it. of the Bengals receivers better show up. Otherwise, I'm going to be not upset because it's your account. <laughs> yeah. No, you have never had anything to be mad about because it's my account. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too funny. Guys, again, please check out. I'm not allowed out. to play for money. I'm not allowed <laughs> to play for money here in Michigan. Guys, please check out WinView games. They're a lot of fun. Go ahead and head on over to winview.tv slash doc. They'll match a $100 deposit on your first deposit. So it's a lot of fun. Please check it out. Tate, we need to run through the last of the gamut of the classic Super Bowl questions that everyone has. Okay. Okay. Favorite snack? Taco dip. Ooh, taco dip. Okay. Okay. Um, Most people are going to go wingy. That's fine. Wingy, wingy is a staple of. I, and see, you know, if you ask me for the spread, I, I yeah, like a spread. You have, like you've got a fully you loaded really table. Need a sampler. You really need like you need to like have an all star sampler here. Like, okay, this not, is but this question is what is your favorite? Not like you can't you cannot pick across. Like this is not that situation. Uh, you okay? You're picturing a table that is fully loaded, fully loaded. There isn't a thing missing of any kind of snack there's piggies in a blanket there's wings there's ribs there's all the dips like all of the stuff pick your favorite horse crap <laughs> i want all of it i, I, well, I don't want to cannot make a decision i want like, all the snacks and i want them all damn now. it damn it damn it damn it uh I, I i would probably go with taco dip i don't know what it is I, I hey just, it's you know you can't the heart wants what it wants and there's no judgment my heart wants ribs always so i go ribs that's that is my thing just mess with me your, hand, your fingers the rest of the time. Like that's fine. Know. I'm not impressing anyone at a Super Bowl party. I am just there to enjoy my life, which means get it everywhere. Give me all the barbecue sauce, and like it usually ends up getting in my hair. It's fine. Like I'm happy. I'm a happy camper when I'm eating ribs. You know, I got jelly in my daughter's hair today. <laughs> it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I apologize. How are you I, feeding her? Father of the year. No, no, she was feeding herself. I, I, I okay, so I cut Proud it up. I removed, I removed the crust, and I, you know, I cut it into little, little tiny squares with, you know, equal <laughs> jelly and peanut butter distribution. And um, she like would show it to me and offer it to me and go, eh. And I'm like, no, no, it's all you. And then she, apparently, one time, like you know, like had her hair in her face and like just decided to start like dabbing herself up like makeup and. Um, <laughs> You know, where I know it, her hair is sticky and I have to give her like give her another bath. I'm like, oh, oh God. See, that's exactly how I am with ribs. So I can relate. Um. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. I picture you being like. That All right. So then we talk snacks. OK, so go to beverage like your most Super Bowl festivities. People are, are imbibing throughout the game. Is there like a go to that? You're like, oh, that's just key or that, that's something that you bring every single time. I think I'd make it pretty simple for the Super Bowl. It's always beer because it's on Sunday. Like you're not getting too Sunday. festive. Like you got to work on Monday. Like that's the only the only gripe I have about Super Bowl Sunday. Did you hear that? that you have um, to work on Monday. That's. But the, did you hear that uh, Cincinnati school district? They've already said like win or lose, there's no school on Monday. Don't you kind of love that? I knew I liked Cincinnati for a reason. They're like, because win or lose, I mean, you know, if they lose, everyone's going to be sad. No one's going to want to come in. Everyone's going to like 
you know, be all upset. But then if they win, just the celebration's not going to end. So I really appreciate that mindset of that's just like, awesome. No school Monday. I'm just like, no, yes. <laughs> that's that that is that is a power move that, that I can a power support. Move. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. Goodness. All right. So then, okay. So you got your snack, you've got your drink, you've got your beer. I'm going to go with a seltzer because I can tend to like pace myself more with those, but I'm, okay. you know me, I'm LA. So I love my hard kombuchas because what am I doing here? Um, that's just me. But that aside, leading up to the game, you're there with all your friends. Right. Is there a game that you have to play before the game? Like, are you playing flag football with your friends? Is it flip cup? Is it beer pong? <laughs> you know, is it cornhole? What are you playing? Well, I mean, I played all three of those at one point in my life. Uh, you know, I would say flag football or touch football out in the street definitely, you know, occurred when I had young legs and I was out there able to run whip routes with the best of them on, on you know, concrete, diving into brick mailboxes and stuff like that. Yeah, I still got the scar to What's prove it. So many look, questions. I, look, I gave so many questions, but we're moving on. Gave 110% at all times. So, 100%. all right, then we, 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 we graduated to Flip Cup you know, during the college years, that's a natural progression. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, a little cornhole. Cause it's just easy to throw a bean bag. And, you know, I still find myself like taking three step drops and trying to drop it into the bucket. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I can't throw it. Like I, I used to Sam. I ain't got it anymore. I'm over the hill. See, and for me, I'm either give me either flip cup or give me beer pong. That's like my go-to warm-up for any festivity that kind of gets sets the tone for me on just the entire day. So especially because it's gonna be hot out. It's already in the 90s here in LA. It's just give me give me the beer pong setup, you know. You need to stop talking about 90 degree weather right now. I'm sorry. Prematurely leave this chat. Like Tater has left the chat. It was so hot. I think I got. I just called myself in the third bit. person. Like it, it would sound so much cooler if I was like the Rock or something like that. But the, the Rock is left the chat. Anyway, next question. <laughs> next question to end it. Okay, so obviously both of us are. I wouldn't say pulling for, but we think that the Rams are going to win tomorrow. Okay. Yes. So I've got your score. You think it's thirty to twenty-one? That's yeah. kind of where you're living at. I think I'm going to go. I'm gonna go with like a weird one, just because maybe there's a safety, and I think that it's just got. I got to throw like you have some your odd numbers already. Is that it? I don't have the squares yet because there's a those are a last minute thing, and you always draw numbers at the end. There is a routine to doing your squares, and I have I have that down. So I'm gonna go with 27 to 23. I'm gonna be weird with it because why not? That's well, gonna put it that's because that's gonna put me over the weird. that's gonna put me over the 49 that we already previously bet. And I definitely agree with that. So I just think it's what's the be hardest weird. number to get for squares? Probably like nine and five. I think it's like right? 28 and 22. I think eight I'm and saying two like are the last really digit though. Like it's yeah. nine and five. I feel like are the or nine, Those five, are and two. Nine, five, and two feel like the the biggest pain in the asses. Um yeah. so yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, that's fine. Um any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Any hopes that you like random things for tomorrow? Do you have the over under on the national anthem? I believe it's a minute 35. I don't have that. I what I what I do want to say is I'm gonna go ahead. I believe it's DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't know if everybody has access because I think it's only available in certain states. Um, but there's a plus 10,000 on if Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford both throw for a touchdown pass each 
and run for one each. Plus 10,000. I like that. I was going to say I'm going to throw maybe 100, 200 on it. Okay. You know, I I know I'm going to probably lose, but it's like my lottery ticket that, uh, you know, I become a millionaire if, if I, this would have to be a shootout for this probably happen. Right. Like, yeah. you know, both teams just, you know, scoring points all over the place. You know, Matthew Stafford just sneaks one in from the one yard line and yep. Burrow does, does his some, little dance. I mean, yep. Burrow's more athletic than people give him credit for, but I'm saying he runs oh, one into, uh, it's highly unlikely, but if it is like a, 42 to 38 Super Bowl, and there's like 11 touchdowns scored. Maybe there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. I like it. I think this is this is a prop that a lot of people would be interested in, especially with that. For 100 bucks, I mean, I've spent 100 dollars on way stupider stuff in my life. I spent 60 dollars on gas today. Like you know. Yeah, I mean that's well, that's nuts. Uh, I, I apologize, but uh, I live in California. <laughs> yeah, I I live up here, and it's cold. And it's hey, it was snowy. hot today. It's like ninety degrees. Like it's yeah, like ninety you, degrees, but you know, gas is expensive. Know, yeah, I, again, I want. I just want to sign off. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so Thanks much. for making the Super Bowl sad, Sam. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you all for listening and tuning in to the, another episode of the Fantasy Debate with Sam and Tate. Please like and subscribe. Follow us for off-season content. Tate loves to break down the tape of the rookies, and I love to dive into it as well. It is a lot of fun, so be sure to check us out and keep up on all of that. You can follow Derek at DTater4 on Twitter and myself at Samantha Arholt at Twitter as well. Check out all the other content as well on DrOto.com. The seasonal DFS tools are there. There's premium access to our staff for all your fantasy sports questions in the members-only Discord. And be sure to check it all out right here at DrOto.com. Have a wonderful Super Bowl, everyone. Peace out. So, this is our last technical podcast. I said peace out, and you're still talking. The 2000. I, I want to. I want to. I want to say goodbye too. Okay, you say bye. Are you the only one allowed to say goodbye? Yeah, it's written in the outro. Dang. <laughs> I'm break. I'm, well, I'm off script then. Go off script. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you for following us. Thank you for supporting us during the 2021 NFL season and all the seasons prior. It's been a lot of fun. It's going to continue to be more fun pushing into 2022 and beyond so thank you everybody until next time enjoy super bowl 56 and later says a tater bye guys thanks so much thanks for stopping by the office get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out dr